everyone, and welcome to the pod, and welcome to the second episode of Web Coach Live. We are excited to be back for our second week, and more importantly, we want to thank you. Thank you for your input, your support, and your sharing. Thank you for rating our show. Also, also, thank you for asking some really great questions, and today we're going to address them and answer them on the podcast. Please be watching for us soon on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, and Pandora, as we're really looking forward to getting on these platforms and many, many more. We always love to hear your feedback, so please feel free to email us this week and let us know what you think of the show and if you have any more questions. But let's go ahead and just jump right in. The number one question I got this last week is, how do I start a business? How would I start a business? Could you give me some direction on that? So I've decided to do a three-part series, part one being today, and then the next couple of weeks, two and three, and we're going to discuss this. I'm going to try and keep each podcast always at about 20 minutes. It could be a little short, but I'm really going to try not to go over. I think 20 minutes is a great amount of time to listen to a podcast, to be able to take in information, reflect on it, and um, really just enjoy the podcast. So with that, the first thing I would do is I would get a notebook and then I would pull down the um, app called Otter, O-T-T-E-R. It's a little white box. It's got little blue um, writing on it. That app will change your life, whether you're in business or you're not. It has so many great functions and the first 600 minutes is free. And no, I'm not making any money off Otter, but I should be. I don't even think they have an affiliate program, but it's a great little tool. I love the app. I love sharing with people um, about the usefulness of that app. Then I would start to think about what am I passionate about? Because if you're going to be in business, you better have some love for what you're going to do or you're never going to stick to it. So I started thinking, what would I do? So I'm going to give you an illustration today about what I would do. But first, I had somebody who came to me and said, could you consult with me on a salon? And my answer was no. And the reason why it was no is not because I don't want to consult. It was because she wanted to start a brick and mortar. And now, because of how the economy is with inflation and the stock market's unstable, and there's just a lot of instability right now, is not a good time to put any money in a brick and mortar. However, the internet and online businesses are thriving, and that's where you can start to really make some good money. And it doesn't even matter about the competition. Competition is good. So I decided I would pick the tea business. Why tea? Because I'm a tea drinker. In fact, you could say I'm a tea connoisseur. Just like there's wine connoisseurs, I am a tea connoisseur. I love tea. So I thought, okay, I would love to do a tea business. And I have thought about doing a tea business in the past, so this is just right up my alley. So one of the things I would do is now that I've decided I want to be in the tea business is I would Google private label tea manufacturers, not distributors, but manufacturers. And I would skip past the ads at the top of Google and I would scroll down three or four 
so I'm out of the ads, and then I would pick three or four, I would click on, I would look at their websites, and then I would contact them. And then I would ask them specific questions because I would wanna know each manufacturer is certified by the FDA. Tea is a considered a food under the Food and Cosmetic Guide of 1938, and so it is going to have certain certifications. And so I would want to know what those certifications are. Some of the certifications that um, tea manufacturers look at, whether it's grown here in the United States or it's imported in, is what is the moisture of the leaf or the bud? What is the mold of the leaf in the bud? The percentages, okay? Is it organic? Does it have pesticides? Where did it come from? I mean, they measure all these different things. It goes through quite a process before it gets ready to be manufactured, okay? So you would wanna know all this. You'd want to get educated. And you'd also want to get educated in all the many different teas there are in the world and what their benefits are, okay? Because that's gonna be important to your business. Then I would also ask them if there was any special insurance that I would have to carry, because every business has to have business insurance. But would you need a specialty insurance, okay? And then I would also ask them about licensing. What kind of licensing would I need? Um, if I could ship inside or um, outside the United States and what that would entail, because the manufacturers will be able to give you all this information. They'll almost be able to completely set you up. Then I would ask, do you have in-house graphic design for my label? And what about UPC codes? Because you're going to need those. And all of that is part of making your business, your tea business successful, okay? Then I would also ask them, do you know about any wholesale places are you connected in with wholesale places? Because I would like to sell infusers. I would like to sell teapots. I would like to sell mugs. I would like to sell several different items that go with the tea business. And they may be able to give you and direct you in the right place. But if they don't, then all you do is Google wholesale for private label, for mugs, or whatever you need, promotional items, okay? baskets, whatever. Then the next thing you're going to do once you get all this information and you've talked to three or four manufacturers is have them email you all the information. Ask them while you're talking to them if you could record them just so that you can reflect back and listen to their conversation so that you can keep educating yourself because each person you talk to is going to give you a little bit more education. Okay. So very, very important. And most of them could care less. Then you will want to think about your licensing. Then you want to go to the irs.gov and get you an EIN number. And you're going to need that number for the rest of your life because you're going to form an LLC. And an LLC is a limited liability corporation because that's going to protect all your assets. And that's going to put you as a corporation doing a T business. Okay. Then you're going to go to the state, county, and city of where you live and see what kind of licensing you will need. And then of course, get that all in line and your insurance. And you say, why do I have to do all this? This is a lot of output because you want to be a professional from the beginning. You want to look professional. So be professional. It's not, some of this stuff is less than 25 bucks. Okay. I mean, the IRS is free. They want you to be connected to them. So th 
probably the most expensive thing would be your state licensing, but I don't know. It varies from state to state, and I'm just not an expert on every state, so I can't really tell you. Once you form your corporation, and once you get all of that going, then you've got to start thinking about branding. How are you going to brand? Well, you're going to need a website. You're going to need a blog. And the reason you're going to need a blog, because people say, oh, websites, you don't need a website. You need a funnel. You don't need a funnel. You need a website and you need a blog because you've got to educate people on the benefits of tea. What are the benefits? Why do they want to buy your tea? Okay, why do they want to buy your teapot? Why do they want to buy your particular items and products that you have for sale? And then if you're really smart, you're going to do a lot of gift baskets, a lot of cute little gift mugs. Like for instance, I would get a white mug, 16 ounce. I would put a couple of packs of tea in there, a couple of cinnamon sticks, and one of those cool new infuser spoons. The ones that are brand new on the market, you can put coffee or tea in them, okay, even though you're giving them bags. Um, and no sediment falls out. Okay, you could sell this, put a little bow around it, wrap it up in some cellophane, and you could probably sell this for 30, 35 bucks, and you wouldn't even be able to keep them in stock. I'm betting you could not keep them in stock. And you say, well, how am I going to promote all this? Okay, and, and have gift baskets and do um, loose tea as well as tea bags and do um, tins and do the little tea wood boxes. Think outside the box for your business. What is going to make it better than the competition? Okay? And of course, always make it environmentally friendly. Once you start branding and get your social media and your blogs going and your website, then think outside the box. What about gift shops, local gift shops, local hospitals, um, the airports, inside hotels that have little grocery stores? Everybody is always looking for that unique little, I'm sorry, gift or quick gift for some occasion. So that's another way. Etsy, Amazon, eBay, so many different places to put your unique little business. But the next thing you've got to do is SEO. You've got to drive traffic. And some of your SEO will come as you're doing your website and your blog, but you need to really learn about SEO, and we're going to talk about that in Series 3. So that'll be something that's upcoming. So now when you're thinking about um, branding your business, you've got to think about taglines, hashtags. So back to branding your business. <clears throat> something I forgot is taglines and hashtags. So on your hashtags, you don't want any more than 30, but 20 is better because anything over 30 the algorithms will not pick up on any social media platform. So you're just wasting your time. And 20 is plenty, okay? 20 is almost overkill. And you're going to want to switch those out depending on the season, depending on which tea, if you're doing a gift, however you are um, branding for your social media. Another thing is, and, I'm no, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but you can get yourself a social media manager that will help you start branding and marketing and give you fresh ideas. And you could also hire an influencer. And if I've already said this, I apologize. It just kind of came up when I started thinking about taglines. So what is a tagline? A tagline is going to be something that's going to um, be inside of your website. It's probably going to be part of your meta words. But let's just say here's a couple of taglines for T that just come off the top of my head. Is your tea on ice? Is your tea in 
hot water. How about now is the time to fall into a nice cup of tea? I mean, these are just taglines I'm just thinking about as I'm doing the show today. So you can just be thinking about taglines because they're very, very important. And if you can make them seasonal and for specialty gifts as well, that's even going to promote your business more in the algorithms. So the next question you would want to ask once you get this all done, is this all there is? Is a few gift baskets, a t-shirt, some gift ideas, and then selling tea bags? Well, of course not. Of course not. There's a lot more to this than meets the eye. So what we're going to talk about in part two of this series is how to add an additional item. So how about a weight loss detox tea? Or how about a weight loss supplement to go along with your tea business? Because that would go hand in hand with your business. So how would you go about getting the nutraceuticals? So we know a detox or a weight loss tea would still come from the manufacturer from today's show, but how would you go get a nutraceutical? Because that manufacturer, that tea manufacturer is not going to help you with that nutraceutical. So part two of this series is going to talk about how you can private label your own nutraceutical. So whether that's weight loss, whether that's probiotics, whether that's vitamins, whatever that in that health genre is what we're going to be talking about in series two. So I hope that you really liked today's series. So let's recap real quick. We would get a notebook. We would get, we would pull down Otter. We would find a manufacturer. We would talk to three or four manufacturers. We would find out about license licensing and insurance. We would form a corporation. We would start thinking about branding maybe getting a branding manager just for a few months to get ideas, maybe getting an influencer involved for the launch. We talked about taglines. We talked about um, hashtags. We talked about all things branding. We even talked about doing a t-shirt, okay? Getting in gift shops, just not staying online. And if I didn't mention it before, what about an Etsy store? Something to think about. So all these things are going to help you start your business. So this is part one of a three-part series. I hope you found this really helpful and useful. And all this information today that you got is just simply my opinion and what I would do on how to um, purchase products and items. And remember, I would not do a brick and mortar. But if you have a brick and mortar and you need help with your brick and mortar and you would like to bring some new things into it, feel free to reach out to me. Maybe we can address it in series um, two or three. Or maybe I can just personally address it with you. Because we always love to hear and get feedback from the show. So I really hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope it was really helpful for you. I hope it was educational. I look forward to next week and sharing part two um, of the series with you. How would you add a nutraceutical or weight loss item to your tea business? So have a wonderful week, everyone. We thank you for tuning in, for listening. Please share out our podcast. This is Web Coach Live signing off from the pod. (laughs) 